The Late Night Lemonade Thoughts podcast as a whole is broken down into seasons. Season one is broken down into six phases, starting with building the foundation. In phase one, we'll talk about everything from setting clear goals to the skill symphony and diversifying those goals in different skills within business. Um, my fun fact is so random and they have mm-hmm. to be. So fun fact number one is UPCs. Um, the actual name of a UPC is uni- universal product code. So you know what I'm talking about when I say that, right? Mm-hmm. Like the barcodes yeah. on the back of all products. Um, so my fun fact, though, is the very first scanning of UPC codes um, was on the pack of Wrigley's chewing gum in um, 1974, and it was scanned for the first time at a grocery store in Ohio. And that's wild to me because the 70s, I'm not being like, oh, that was just yesterday. But that, I mean, that's less than, I was going to say 50 years ago. I got to do math real quick. The 80s was 40. Yeah, like, you know, 50-ish years ago. Hmm. And like the fact that that's how our world runs now, like on UPCs and everything that we do has has a um, product code attached to it. Um, Anyways, and then I just thought it was kind of fun that it was... um, gum like out of all things like i don't know what i thought of would be the first upc you know but it does make sense like candy bars or that kind of industry mm-hmm. so that's my fun fact can i ask you a question are you a code nerd because upcs and then last time it was zip codes oh, my zip code. <laughs> are you just into the i don't codes? know i think i'm just like a theme person no um This one popped into my head because when I was prepping for this, I was thinking about the last random fun fact I gave to somebody, and it was on my operations management class test. I have them do things in this area because we talk about, like, inventory management, not for you, um, but inventory obviously includes UPCs and, like, how we have to, like, keep track of all of that, and I put on their tests just more so for a giggle, like halfway through their test, they're probably like, oh my goodness, is this over yet? (laughs) So I throw in a fun fact. And so that's how this one came about. And then um, backstory to my zip code one, I think I thought of that one because I was mailing a letter. And so like, I always think about like how wild it is that we trust strangers with our mail. Hmm. And we just trust that it's supposed to get to where it needs to go at, you know, and it's It's just just like, and it's all because of an address. So, like, with the UPC, that's also crazy to me that it's a universal product code, and it's universal for a reason because we just all abide by it. Mm -hmm. Just wild. I get get so nerdy about stuff like that. So, it just happens to be both codes and numbers (laughs) or whatever, but, you know, there's a rhyme and a reason. But to segue us, I did um, also had to look up a quote because I've seen this quote a lot before, and so I knew we were talking about goals today. And I have like a makeshift version, makeshift version of the quote. So I'll mm-hmm. like read you what the quote actually is. But my makeshift version is a goal is just an idea until you write it down and do something about it. Like have you had mm-hmm. read quotes along yeah. that line? Yeah. So when I looked it up, the actual quote, and it's anonymous, so nobody's owned up to this to my knowledge because I try to do a lot of searching. Um, so just giving credit where credit is due. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's an idea is just a dream until you write it down, then it's a goal. But mm. if I'm a little biased, I like mine better because I still think you can have a goal. Like it's still a dream on paper, but until you take action or do something about it, mm-hmm. then that, that's when I think it's actively a goal, if that sure. makes sense. Yeah. Because you have dream and aspirations and all that fun stuff. But like that's why they're just dreams then, right? Like what at mm-hmm. what point is it a goal? So I just felt like I wanted to lead with that today because that it literally pops into my head every time I talk about goals is like okay well what are you doing how are you getting there yeah which kind of gets into all the stuff that you have on your lovely list (laughs) we don't have to hit all big big fan of lists big fan of lists over here yeah we'll have a I think we have an episode about that right yes lists lists Mm -hmm. the power of lists checklists to-do lists yeah oh so here's another one okay You get to go after I read one more. No, it's okay. It says, a dream without a goal is a wish. A goal without a plan is just a dream. And that's also anonymous. A goal without a plan is just a dream. Yeah. I like it. Because I think that alludes to what I was saying. Like, unless you're going to do something about Mm -hmm. it, like the action part of it, we're still in like wishing and dreaming and happy-go-lucky stage. Well, I'm in that stage a lot. I know. Me too. I just dream big dreams. I know. And sometimes, um, sometimes we get there, right? It's sometimes it's the long term 
It's the long game. Well, in an essence, that's the first step of a goal, right? <laughs> yes. The dream, the overarching dream. Identifying, right? Right. You have yeah. to have the passion to do something first. Agreed. And then you have to write it down. So. By the way, people should be owning up to these quotes. I just want to throw <laughs> that out there. That I, I love that when they're anonymous, but I'm also like, Kate, come on. Who had this thought? Yeah. And I also want to know how you like, so would trademark you, would a... Would you own up to yours? Yeah. I have a couple that I would own up to. Okay. Hit me with one. I was just trying to think of the one I said <laughs> yesterday. I knew you were going to put me on the on the spot. Um, oh, I have a couple, but the good day one just popped into my oh, head. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. one I always say, it's not a bad day. It's a good day in a different way. Um, but man, there was just one I said to my students on Tuesday, and I said it in three different classes, so it's also very sad. I can't remember right now. Um, so that so, means you said it in mine. Yeah, I did. Because it would have been at eight. Yep. And I can't think of it's it's relevant, but I did have an, another one I came up with on the spot is something along the lines of, um, you should you should always do what the person, um, what did I say? You should always do what the person that you didn't like do the most. Um, you should like act on that. So I just really like butchered what I had. When I said it, it sounded good, I yeah. promise. But long story. You lost me. Yeah. What I was getting <laughs> at is like you always learn something from somebody that the way they don't, the way they do things you don't like. And so it's still a learning opportunity. So I was saying like you should always do things the way somebody, um, I'm going to, I'm going to get there. We're going to have random quotes throughout this podcast because so it's, it's like if I were to become a teacher. You and don't, I don't teach like the way my eighth grade teacher Beautiful. taught me. Yes. I'm gonna teach the different way than they taught yeah. me. Yes. I'm gonna do And this is also why I'm I need to start right writing things down, I think. <laughs> Cause I like trust my brain a little too much. Um but yes, exactly. And that's okay. what I was getting at because we were talking about uh, like the four levels of management and like just basic stuff mm-hmm. when I was telling these students this. And so I'm like, you always, you learn the most from the person you didn't like their actions. Sure. And so then you just, you do what you didn't like kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'll, I'll think of what I actually said along with the other one. It's on the tip of my tongue. And so if I just blurt, we just need to <laughs> insert. Okay. So we'll follow up. But getting to your fun stuff. Well, I think this will work best if we pick a goal. Like start big. Let's pick a a big dream. Let's pick something that we can To work through down. these yeah. steps with? Yeah. Okay. I think that would work best. Okay. Fair. Because then we can... Like we can take the big goal. I have much different goals than you though. Well, let's just pick like a. And I have also accomplished several of my goals. I mean, heck, I'm here, so. (laughs) Okay. Let's (laughs) pick something that seems very unachievable. (laughs) I want to try and break it down. Owning a private jet. There we go. I was going to say something financial would be. There we go. Okay. Owning a private jet. That's That's our mock scenario. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I can do this. You start with your big idea, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have to break it down into littler, more achievable Littler? Goals. Are you owning up to that? No, because that's not <laughs> a word. I don't think I want to be associated with that. You need to own up to it. I do that all the time. You got to own it. No, I can't own that one. <laughs> I'll pick a different one. More um, digestible is what I think you want. There we go. More digestible term. goals. So go. we'll take our overarching own a private jet. What's step one to try and or like what would be if that's step ten? What would step nine be? Having the money. Sure. No. I think having the money is like maybe halfway. At like step five. Yeah. What, what would you do from five to ten? I feel like I need a whiteboard. Okay. Um. I think closer to actually owning it is, well, you have to, what is all of these aspects, right? Money is the key, but mm-hmm. also resources. So like, how can you even get this thing? Where are you going to put it? Where are you going to sure. put it? Do you even know somebody to buy one? Like what kind of sales rep do I need to talk to? I'm not okay. in the social status right now to like talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I have nobody in my phone that I could be like, hey, how'd you buy your private jet? Or, <laughs> hey, can I purchase one? Sure. So I think net like networking to the point of like, you got to make those contacts go. That's why I threw money at five because, you know, your first couple goals would be like, okay, what do I do to obtain the finances for this? It's okay. kind of where my brain so like went. one through five is get the money. Yeah. Five through 10 is 
where do I give the money? Yeah, and like how do we execute almost, <laughs> okay. right? I like that. I also feel like 10 steps is a little dramatic. We could draw it out. But point being is I feel like, yeah, you have to like, and that's part of goals, right? Is like, okay, mm-hmm. number one is I just said that to you two, like two minutes ago. Like that's my dream. Mm-hmm. That's technically step one. Step two, I need but, to sit well, down, write it out. How I do I get there? I was going to say write it down. To, you, to the quote we had earlier, <laughs> yeah. it's just a dream until we write it down. Now it's a goal. Write it down. How do I get there? What do I need to do, right? Sure. Okay, so then um, adopting the SMART criteria. Hit me with the professor's <laughs> mind of like dissect SMART criteria give me and the, apply it to. So start with. Give me the technical definitions. It's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time. Okay. So if you start with specific. Um, what kind of jet being, do I want? I, ad- I identified that I want a jet. So now I need to know what is this used for and why do I want it? Am mm-hmm. I just like going on vacations with this or is this part of a business? Um, because then when we get that specific, you know, I think it also helps the rest of your goal of do you need to rent this jet versus own the jet? Sure. You know, like logistics. the domino effect. Yeah, yeah, logistics domino effect. Um, so specific, I think that I'm going to go left field for a second. I think okay. this applies to like even buying a car. Sometimes we're like, you know, when you grow up and you get your driver's license, you're like, man, I want a car. And mm-hmm. then the moment comes and you actually can get a car because you can drive now. Mm-hmm. But also, depending on who's making the decision, if your parents were to come to you and be like, hey, what kind of car do you want? You may be like, oh, I just want a car or a truck. That's not specific, right? <laughs> right. Like specific is the point of give me some details. Sure. Like, you know, what type, what color? Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of got to get in the Your pic- make model. Yeah, like the picky. Yeah. That's not being picky, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you got to get those specifics. So um, applying specific to our jet scenario is I would think, you know, what is this used for? Why do I want it? Is it realistic? Rent versus buy kind of situation. Because that also goes to specifics of... Especially if it's something as big as a private jet. Yeah, I mean, what the heck are we doing with this thing? Uh, Okay, so... One day I'll hop on this pod and I'll say that I have... (laughs) Just bought my private jet? No. Okay, that that was wild. No, I will hop on and be like, yeah, so I rode my first PJ. (laughs) One day. Okay. I'll hold you to it. That's a goal. Did you write it down? Yeah, it's actually in my book. Okay. Perfect. Step one is already complete then. (laughs) I know. You're specific. Um, okay, step two of SMART is measurable. So set measurable, go to track the quantity and progress. Yeah, so again, depending on said financial status, I mean, I alluded to already, I don't even have a contact. Like, I mean, I can Google how much jets cost or, mm-hmm. you know, whatnot. But like, as far as measurable, we can't just think about finances or money, but that does come into play. But then like time, right? So, right. you know, timeline in my head, I just told you like one day I'll sit down. And so like, to take action upon that though so you can act upon your goal is being realistic so you know right now if i said i'm gonna fly a pj by the end of the year i already know that's not realistic because of what i see Mm -hmm. my vision to be for 2024 however you do run oh have you ever made a vision board (sighs) like a personal vision board like have you ever done it Honestly, you're, no. you're hesitating. I'm so I hesitating don't know because say. I have you in class tomorrow and you spoiled oh. it a little bit. No, I'm That's not in class tomorrow. I'm in, in class on Tuesday. ELA. Oh, my fault. Yeah. I, no, it's, it's relevant. That's why I went, because I'm glad you asked me because oh, okay. this year is on my, okay, we're going left field here. <laughs> so real quick, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, which uh-huh. is kind of a hot take. I think we've talked about this before. Yep. Um, why start? Why at start? Yeah. And I understand anytime. the psychological part. I'm not like downing people who need that fresh start, but for myself, I am continuously like thinking of goals, where I want to be, how I want to get there, what mm-hmm. I want to do. Um, so I'm not like the refresh, new year, new me, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the vision board, huh? Does the marketing work on you? When no. You're like shopping, you're like, New Year, New Me, no. try this, eat this. Absolutely oh, not. Okay. No. I yeah, I am not that consumer. So Target is not working no. as a very good marketer too. No, 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 no. <laughs> um But the vision board, okay, so I went also because I got excited because I wanted to incorporate that into like our leadership program mm-hmm. that I advise. Um 
And I think it would be neat for everybody to do one. So stay tuned. You'll okay. hear more about that tomorrow. But for myself, this is perfect. For I know, right? So relevant for myself. <laughs> well, I haven't even told you why it's relevant to me yet. So I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> for myself, this is the first year somebody inspired me in December. They um, and then it gets a little personal because on her vision board they had um, a plan to complete their family, mm. and so she posted it and she goes, "I achieved all of these on my vision board except like one thing." And I can't even tell you the one thing she didn't because mm-hmm. like I was looking at the whole, the, her vision board as a whole. And I was like, wow, like that's yeah. awesome to do. So I I have realized I do vision boards in a little way. I do them in words, which defeats the por- portion of vision, I guess. <laughs> so I want to be more intentional okay. about actually creating the visual aspect. Sure. And so I have um, a notes on my phone listed um, better myself. And mm-hmm. I labeled that like 10 years ago. So don't judge me. I just like started it. And so then every year I have shared this before I choose to learn or do one new thing I've never done before. Mm-hmm. So like last summer was golfing, right? right? Like I've never touched a golf club. I'm like, I found somebody who can teach me all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and so then I document it. And when I look back, I mean, I'm, I think six years deep on consistency of, um, this notes on my phone and it's kind of like wild to think like wow i didn't know how to do that before and i just decided to learn it right but that comes with resources time and money as Mm -hmm. well um golfing is not cheap people no it's so expensive it hurts my budget book (laughs) so much so anyways with vision boards i think i want or i know i want to be more intentional Mm -hmm. um with this and like i said it was because that one girl like really i've seen him before okay it's not like this girl is the first one to show me but it was just one of those things that i was like wow and then she had like kind of a little spiel of like how it's changed her how it like kept her accountable so i think that's key um because it's written down right yes when you write stuff down you're i don't know what the The percentage is yeah more likely likely exactly um but so and i'm kind of the queen of accountability like i do i know i hold myself accountable like when i look at the list I did what I wanted. Golfing was my big personal achievement. And I'm mm-hmm. really big into learning new things because I feel like you can never stop sure. learning. Like one of my um, colleagues is learning to play the violin and he's in his middle like 40s. And I think that's just mm. awesome. He's just like, I just want to know how to do it. Yeah. Um, so I really dig that kind of stuff. Bouncing back to you. Oh, yeah. Why? Well, vision board. <laughs> so Ben gave me a call. Well, I called him. No, no, he called me. But I was intending to call him that same day. <laughs> It gets a little funny. Still doesn't he called count. Me. No, no. He called me. I give credit <laughs> to Ben. Uh, he called me. And actually, okay, before that, like two days before that, he sent me a video on Snapchat asking me if I knew about vision boards. And then we ended up talking about it over FaceTime. So him and I are going to create a vision board. Um, it's like this is a brand new concept. Actually, I think I did one in Caroline's. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You guys, okay. you guys do like a, I don't want to say a makeshift one, but that's the yeah. purpose of that assignment. Okay. Yeah, so I have done one before. I just forgot about it. Ben reminded me about them. So we're going to do one for our like professional, yes. like, where we want to be. I like um, it. And then I was talking to Chloe this past weekend about them. Um, and we just did, we made an air vision board. She was like, put this one here. Like, I want to um, travel and go to Spearfish. Yeah. So I was like, go to Spearfish. <laughs> and we're just like putting them up in the air with our hands. Um so that's why it's relevant to me. Like within yeah. the last week, I've talked about it with two other people, people. and me. I've made a imaginary vision board. Yeah. So okay. I'm excited for tomorrow. That's then. just a dream. <laughs> it's not an actual one. Um, it's not written As down you were anywhere. just saying that, I feel like <clears throat> back, back in my day, um, <laughs> I did one and I had to present it in class because I remember finding the poster board for it. For yeah. it and it's kind of wild because... It's one of the few assignments I think I remember vividly doing. Mm-hmm. And I it's it was one of those things at the time that when I did it, I'm like, this sounds outrageous, but you know, I was at such a different spot in my life that I think who my audience was was like, wow, like I just yeah. I don't think this is practical. And what I mean by that is this vision board included like this home that I had in my head or like mm-hmm. a car that I wanted to drive which are materialistic things and it's just it's good to have goals right yeah. because i have exactly both of what i want in those categories right now because i have set myself up to mm-hmm. achieve all those goals to receive those um but i remember i also had things on there as teaching in higher education and so really? like that's what i'm doing now yeah and if you talk to um our dean like he not our dean that's a name isn't it our dean 
Ardeen. That's a name, Ardeen. Yeah, I used to work with an Ardeen. Like R A R D E A N. Yeah, Ardeen. And just I didn't Never say our. Sure. That's the, the mid- dean. Midwest coming yeah. out. The dean. He even remembers like conversations, which I I've shared that story with you. Like wow. yeah, like he remembers me talking about it. So I do know that was a part of my vision board, because um, I was just working like a slump job at the time as well, you know. But I know I knew where I wanted to be with my career and then thirdly I remember on that board um was to get my doctorate as well so like I remember surpassing my master's that was just like a second nature thing I didn't even put that on the vision Hmm. board but I think that came with like teaching in higher ed I needed I know I knew I needed it yeah um so you just reminded me of all of that actually by saying that you guys did it in your whatever class last last year last semester freshman ELA yeah um so they do work too people is what I'm sharing (laughs) they do is because if you hold yourself to it we're also i think presenting it to somebody right like that's another point of accountability because mm-hmm. then you got somebody and that's I, gonna I, check in on you i have one friend that was in the same class and we're still very good friends to this day i could tell you though actually every single student that was in that class i don't know where they're all at right now but mm-hmm. i think that was like an accountability thing because like i said of I was at a different spot. So not that they were like laughing at me or like, oh my goodness, you're like way left field with this. Because sure. a lot of them had goals that was within the next year. Like I said, I surpassed my master's. I didn't even put like graduating college on there. I literally just went right to like, I'm going to get my doctorate huh. degree. And the, the other people were like one year, two years yeah. out. I see. So that when I say like the vision, right? So you kind of made like a five to 10 year vision board. Yeah. Which, by the way, we need to take baby steps, which ties back in yeah. to be immeasurable there you, we go perfect <laughs> i didn't know how i was gonna reel I, it back in i'm used to this this is my <laughs> life jer i go left field and then <laughs> i come on back um measurable looking back to that specific situation um i should have done more baby steps and mm-hmm. i actually think that's the feedback i got from my professor at really? the time was like all right these are all amazing but what is What's step the, A, what's yeah. step B? So getting back to measurable time, money, all those things that yeah. fall under measurable, you need to be realistic about it. You need to know the place you're at. You know, like I was a minimum wage worker. So also the house I had on there and the car I had on there, nobody's getting it with yeah. minimum wage, right? You need to put yourself in positions to get to where you want right. to be. So huh. I think that's also part of measurable, like being sure. realistic. Is yeah. What's our R? Did I take the R? No, you got to get through A first. No, I know, but what is R? Oh, relevant. Relevant. I th- see. I thought it was realistic. No. Okay, so where are we at? A. Um, a is achievable. So set a realistic but challenging goal that is reasonable to achieve. We kind of. I think I just it. summed that yeah. up. I merged, I guess, M but and A. Let's talk about it with the private jet, though. So what would be the achieve? So we just talked about measurable. So we know that we have can't just be working minimum wage to get a private jet. Yeah. You know, we got to be making a little more than that. <laughs> you can be bougie <laughs> on a budget, but not that. Right. <laughs> not that budget. Um. And then studying the realistic but challenging goal. So maybe that's like getting a corporate America job or like yeah. becoming a CEO or CFO or something that's going to give you more of that income right. so that you can achieve those measurable goals. And then you're, yeah, achievable, achieving the measurable. You just had an aha there moment. I could tell. <laughs> it was an aha. I had aha, to do a double full, take of the SMART full, goals over here. Full circle moment. <laughs> um, yes. And so, wait, it, it's attainable? Achievable. God, I get <laughs> I'm not big into words. I just put words where I want them. I can tilt it towards you. No, it's fine. I wanted to get it on that screen. Yeah. No, we're good here. Okay. It's achievable. And yes. Then... Where I was going with is, um, I mean, we like we said, we tied it into the measurable, but achievable, um, you touched on like, you know, you need this job, this job, this job, the kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I think our goal was to own one or to fly we, on well, one we just said see we weren't specific no, enough but then when we got to specific we said you have to be spe- you, you're either yes, renting kay. or buying so we touched on that. okay we did touch let's, on it let's but, pick one but, we want to i want to own one okay so if we're, we're gonna, gonna own, own one, one that's a way different situation but if we want to just hop on one what i was going to say is everything you just said will put you in a position i mean mm-hmm. because for pete's sakes there's like even banks we have in our local community that have private jets so it's much more achievable than we think mm-hmm. um when we get there, depending on the position you're in. Now, owning one, you know, statistically, I don't know the stats on this or data, but like I do know statistically, not everybody has one in their backyard, no. like a car. <laughs> also, like where would we put all these if we were just all flying private jets around, right? Um, and so I think to achieve your goal, 
you need to um, make sure it is attainable in the factor of like what your position is. And so mm-hmm. like I joke about, you know, owning one. I just want to ride one. Um, <laughs> but like owning one as a goal, it's that just comes with more logistics, right? So I don't want to say we're going to go back to being specific or measurable, but I do think when you get to the A in the status, mm-hmm you do have to revisit the first two, right? Because, yeah. what is it again, attainable? Achievable. Dang it, man. <laughs> um, if it's achievable not, this is when you need to like, I think it's a um, reality check here is what I'm trying to get at is mm-hmm. when we get to A, um, just how you're going to get it. And also, I know we're reaching for the stars in our mock scenario and we're trying to buy one, but maybe at this point you're like, all right, what if I – um, partnered with like local aviation and they do, you know, they rent one or they have, um, jets that you can rent by, you know, whatever, or you can co-own with Mm -hmm. like another person. That actually exists. Yes, I know. Okay. And so that's what I'm saying. So maybe this is where you revisit what your overall goal is. What you're trying to achieve. I know we're shooting for the stars, but then that's why I was saying you got to become realistic, which I believe the R should be, even though Realistic. Well. Even though what's our R? Relevant relevant um so i don't know i don't think i really have an answer for a to be honest on our said scenario Um, it's just more like revisiting making sure that it's actually attainable another (laughs) a um but yeah okay so relevant uh, align the desired goal with the broader business goal so if you want to own a private jet you better have a reason to fly it right like that is true yes and i think um like taylor swift Oh, we really <laughs> hot take yeah. incoming. All Swifties prepare. Well, um, she just, all I know is what I've heard is like she'll fly back home yes. every night. I think it's more for like safety reasons because yes. she can't stay at a hotel. Yes, so she has to go back to her house. Yes, but like she has a private jet for uh, like a, a daily legit use. Reason. Yeah, and whether it's the best, right? And so, see, like, that's the thing too is it. when you're thinking about your goals. I think we always think internally. We think about the external risk factors that will affect us. But so, in said scenario, and not just picking on Taylor Swift. Um, so, Swifties stand down. Hang on, but I'm a semi Swifty. <laughs> what I was getting at is, I do feel like there's a purpose. Um, you know, like. There's a reason she does it, right? She's mm-hmm. not just doing it. And so, like, the environment um, advocates um, attack her a lot is where I'm going yeah. out with this. And so that's the thing is we don't – when we think of our goals, we're just internally trying to conquer – unless you're doing them for businesses. But mm-hmm. I think right now we're talking about personal goals. We don't think of external factors. And so, she, yeah, she has to deal with 10,000-plus – I mean, dramatically more – other voice yeah. it, other voices yeah. saying, hey, you're ruining the environment. Hey, you're wasting mm-hmm. jet fuel. Hey, you're doing this. Um, and, you know, people can monitor that. Like there's flight tracker apps, and that's yeah. how people are getting this data now. Um, but what I will mention is she's not the first one to do it in our history, and, she she's, not the, the and she's not the only one that has yeah. a jet, right? But well, that, okay. Let's pick on the president. Yeah. That man probably flies – Maybe not every day, but no, but he like flies he three ha- jets at once because you have to have they can't shoot yes. one like yes, right? yes. That's three times. So that's then. actually a good point to bring in. But the I don't and know. It's how, all for like those both go back the, to safety. Secu- yeah, safety and security, and you know also the thing is to um, I don't want to be like if you got the money do it, but also that's the thing. It's, it's like she's not doing of, it for a status, right? You know, like I think that's a very big. 21st century mm-hmm. trendy situation where people um because i know there's places like on the east coast that you can rent um just jets just to like take pictures in them and like because it's like a social status, <laughs> status. thing like taylor is trying to do things like that are the most efficient mm-hmm. like you know can she and the thing too is okay we're really left field but here we go it's okay we'll bring it back to time bound the, last the point being here is look at what the nfl Every single has team. done because of the games. So could you imagine Taylor mm-hmm. hopping on a commercial plane? Right. The poor girl would be like swamped. Like people would instantly try, you know, mm-hmm. she wouldn't have like the privacy and like, yeah, that does go to status. And I know there's cele- celebrities like before they do private 
um, planes of any sort, like they got to, you know, they do the steps or like Mm -hmm. they'll rent them or whatever, or they'll still fly like first class. So I just think it's like where you're at. And so that's the thing. And when you think about your goals, you need to think about yourself. If it's a personal goal, think about yourself, think about what's best for you. Mm -hmm. um, And just make sure you're aligned with that because yes, you're always going to have the voices on the outside. That's with any goal. We we went really dramatic with Tiller Swift's example, (laughs) but with any goals, you know, there's certain things that people are like, oh, you can't do that. Just think of people starting businesses, right? Right. Like you're entering a saturated market. Have you thought about finances? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you doing this? There's always those like pessimistic thoughts around it. So no matter what goal you're doing, if it's owning a jet and flying it every single day or trying to open up a small business or you're just trying to start a podcast, like people are going (laughs) to have like all these like negative knock you down yeah Yeah. the external risk and that's just like an external risk factor to get technical but like right anyways okay okay last one is time bound set a goal with a target end date yes so this kind of goes back to vision boards you can do like a one-year vision board five-year vision board or like when you realistically think you're gonna hop on a private jet for the first time and i think it that's a you thing like that's Mm -hmm. your gut check moment of self-reflection and i i'm you know me. I'm really big into that. Like, know yourself. Like, my goals mm-hmm. aren't the same as yours. Or, you know, when I started teaching, I was 25 in higher education, which right. is very unlike mm-hmm. the social norm. Um, but, like, I would have students come up to me and be like, how did you get there? What did you do? It's like my path was so different. And it was tying this into time. It was such timing. Like, sure. I had just did my first adjunct year. And then I... There was a position open. I got a call. You know, like mm-hmm. that position could have not have been open for five to ten years. That's what I was preparing for. So I think you just need to be realistic with what your goal right. is. And like, yes, you are still achieving it. And what are what steps are you taking to continue to achieve it? So yeah. I also think we get hung up on time a lot. I'm going to pick on New Year's resolutions one more time. Why do we start at the beginning of the year? I don't know. Why does that make us feel good? I don't know. And then, you know, they say most new year's resolutions are done by mid-february and that goes back into to like it takes you know what is it like there's a lot of different ones or something to start a habit yeah but i've also heard like it takes seven weeks to break a bad habit and then seven weeks to refill that bad habit with a healthy habit. This is actually going to tie into Atomic Habits that we're going to read because yes. the author talks about it. Look at book. us. We're just organically, yeah. we're pros at this. We're just <laughs> organically throwing things into conversation. Um, and so timing, realistically, right, you just need to look at, I think we just get so caught up, like how fast we can do things, and that might go into like instant gratification and how mm-hmm. we function as a society. But um, I've had golfing, learn how to golf on my, I'm going to learn it this year list for four years well three years i did it last year i had it since 2020 that was the year that i like officially put it down like wrote it down to make it a goal Mm -hmm. um and so was i mad or sad or whatever that i didn't the first year no i was just like okay let's do it again Mm -hmm. and then that's i just have a different kind of mindset on goals i'm like as long as you're continuing to like try to do it or get there um my best biggest obstacle with golfing is i did not own clubs because again Mm -hmm. it's expensive so um i finally had a friend that lent me clubs but uh, to be honest when i think about why i just didn't go to the range i didn't have the tools sure yeah so anyways um back to the private jet with the timing you have to be realistic it doesn't happen overnight and i think anybody that owns even a private jet would even say the same thing right there is like i just didn't wake up one day and was like hey i'm gonna get a private jet tomorrow and then instantly have it right because even if you have the funds you still need the resources right Mm -hmm. so there's that if we take it down from a very broad we're up in the sky right now so if we take it down to more of a realistic for um like day-to-day goals this could be something like a time bound could be something like answer 20 emails by four o'clock yes. when you go home. Yes. Right. Something that's more mm-hmm. achievable, right? More measurable Digestible. or specific. Or um, as Jer said earlier, littler. <laughs> Just keep adding an R on that one. Littler. Littler. Um, digestible. Uh, yeah. And that's another thing tying back into the time, I think, is we bite off more than we can chew. I do that on the daily yes and it, and it's good because right we always want to be striving so well, that's until you get overwhelmed <laughs> right i was just yep you knocked it on the head there yeah. i was just gonna say it's good to always you want to actually be that person of like let's do this let's do mm-hmm. this 
I mean, I am that person, so I'm probably biased on that side. And I know you're like that too. Yeah. But those people are like the people that are changing the world to me because mm -hmm. they're never going to stop then. Like, okay, a goal yeah. didn't work out. This didn't work out. Okay, well, I'm not, I'm not stopping here. Let, mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's keep going. So it goes into mentality with right. that one. But I, yes, I agreed. Advice, I guess I would say, um, and I see it every day and every semester too. I see, mm -hmm. I, I see students come to me with these elaborate plans. Um, and it's great, and I love that they have aspirations and goals, but I do reality check them. I'm like, okay, step one, tell me what your step one is. huh? I said I've been there. Yeah, so I try to take it, I try to be that person now for mm -hmm. like my students of like, okay, what's your step one? And if they kind of sit there and they like smile or they're like, man, I haven't thought about this, it's like, fine, I'm not trying, I am mm -hmm. not judging or poking at you. I just want to be very realistic with you right. and make sure, you know, we have basically the smart layout figured out is where I always mm -hmm. start. So digestible so is key. Yeah. Yeah. It's as specific it's, as you can get. Exactly. Well, Beautiful. I think we should take a break. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> okay. You ready for my hot take? Oh, I am. This is going to set you off. What? I know it will. <laughs> Why? Because I don't poke the no, bear. Because it sets everybody off. Oh well, <laughs> maybe, for maybe like certain people. Oh, maybe I'm certain people. No, I know it's gonna set you off. Why? You're I, not in charge of hot takes anymore. I no, would like is, to take over the role. This is quality hot take. I would like to take over the role of hot <laughs> takes, please. This one says because I don't intentionally come in here with my fun facts, and I come in here to enlighten you and inspire no, no. you. This is a really good hot take, and then you come in here with hot takes and like this is want to really get like a take. rise out of me. I'm a happy person, okay? I like feel good moments. I like rainbows. I like sunshine. <laughs> I don't want to be disrupted. I guess is what I feel like. A, like literally, my heart is like just clenched right now. <laughs> like with the pre-disclosure. All right. I'm going to give you one more pre-disclosure. Oh, Chloe good. Chloe and I argue about this all the time. Chloe's going to be on your side. I'm standing alone here. Have you met another person that agrees with your hot take? Yes, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of my family. Get actually. her on the pod. Um, okay, my hot take is Apple Music is better than Spotify. Oh, yeah, be quiet. <laughs> I actually saw... Um, an Instagram, like, real, it's, my algo is just all over the place, but it's, I get a lot of um, interviews on campus, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, okay. like, the videos I'm talking about where yep. there's, like, people on campus and they just always and it's interview. it's just random questions. Yeah, so yep. I actually just saw one last night, so how relevant, <laughs> but the hot take slash vote that they were doing is apple versus spotify yep. and apple actually did win no way um she there's actually people out there. i've never met someone <laughs> other than people in my family because we share a family plan so we all use it yes um however she did only like on camera she only had eight people and so the vote was six to two okay. um and that's at that university that just but, that tells me so much about like there's so much hope for me there, <laughs> <I know>. um <laughs> I think this goes into maybe anything you could turn into a hot take of this versus that, right? Mm -hmm. Like another one is, you know, Max versus HPs or like Samsung. Apple versus Samsung. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm going to put this category into. I think you also get accustomed to what you like. Um, I love Spotify. Also, oh, I have a hot take. Okay. <laughs> Can we sub hot take <laughs> sure. that's on the same? Sure. It's a two for one. And I know we disagree on this. Google Maps is better than Apple no, Maps. I, and so no. I think it ties in though, right? Like I I like my Google Maps because it's detailed and it tells me what I need to do. I told mm -hmm. you. Um, so does Apple Maps. I tell you <laughs> that Apple Maps is nice in the cities because it goes down to the lane that you're mm -hmm. in. So I do see like perks of both sides, but don't mess with my music. Spotify <laughs> is like, it's just forever it. I'm sorry. I am mm. not sorry. I'm Apple sorry that you don't appreciate Spotify. There's one thing I like about Spotify. And that recaps? is Recaps? No, because Apple Music does recaps. Because Spotify does Sure, them. maybe, but it doesn't matter. They still do them. Mm. You can still get that same satisfaction from either. It doesn't matter who did it first. Okay. Mm. The one thing Debatable. I do like about Spotify is you can look up... Um, other like well, you can look up other people's playlists in Apple Music, but like you can look up songs like Polaroid. 
Yes. And then like there's the like rate... an entire playlist yes. with similar songs to that one. Does vibe. Apple Music have like the radio feature? Yep. Where you okay? And they See, also have like personalized radio stations. Just like... Apple Music is just so chunky to me. Is Apple Music free? No. See. Is Spotify? There's a free version. Yes, I don't have oh. the free version because we have a family plan. Yeah. And you can also then listen offline. So, you know, yeah. like you can listen yeah. like when you don't have internet access and stuff. So does Apple. No, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm trying to think of why I never got into Apple Music is where okay. I was going at with that. Um, There's you, too many colors on Spotify. It's like Apple Music is just blah and boring and, no, and chunky. Music, Literally. Do you, like, do you like widgets on your home screen? The word that comes Apple to Music mind is just widgets. Is, I will show you. Is chunky. Okay, that's the word I'm sticking Why? with. I don't know. It I doesn't just... make sense. See, look. This is called Listen Now. It looks like Spotify. Well, perfect. Then you're calling Spotify chunky. No, like go into your, like that. This is just like widgets. And then go into your, your keep going. Go like, into like your like songs or whatever. So, wait, is that every song or are those albums? It's both. So, like, it's the album, but if I have Oh, and then it lists. In, okay, um, so to I be go. fair here, and I own up where own up is due, okay. that has changed a lot since I last saw Apple Music. Like, if I hit songs, then it's by That's song. a list. Okay, so for the record here, I have not given Apple Music, I guess, another fair shot since they've come into the 21st century. Okay. And that's probably also another thing. Like Spotify has always been Spotify. Like what you see mm -hmm. now is what it's like looked like for a long so time. So there's no innovation. Wow. Consistency <laughs> is key. It's innovative. It's changed. I'm just saying Apple, why the word chunky when you're like, why is that in your head? The last time I tried to use Apple Music, I was just like, this is blocky. I don't like it. It just, okay. there's just something about it. So to be fair, All I right. will play the fairness side. I haven't gave it another shot because what you're showing me is, is not what I remember. Yeah, this is like radio stations. Yep, yeah. So I don't know what the Ebro show is, but you could listen to that, Kid Cudi. Also. Um, like 2010s playlists. Yeah. Radio stations, music Is country. this recommended on your listening mm -hmm. habits? Okay. Well, only this one. Okay. I've never listened to Kid Cudi. Do you have like a. This is like Jerry Robleski's station. Yeah. Okay. Um. I may have to give it another shot. Like you can play by yeah. Um, artist. I see. I'm sorry, but Apple Music is way better in my opinion. Yeah, I was fair, and I stayed in my case. Mm -hmm. You don't really have any backing on why you think that one's better. You have to give me you. I in order I to like fight fair, you have to like make a stance. Apple Music, or and I told I, my so my stance is I have not give given it another try since. And when I'm talking about I have forever had Spotify, I mean, I'm talking like high school days, which okay. I know like you probably had Apple, yeah. but just think of you and my spot then, okay? Mm -hmm. Like I've just, that's what I've had for like a decade okay. or so. So to me, Spotify is um, messy. Like there's too much? Almost. Or like it's so random. Like Interesting. It's like I feel like Apple Music is more organized. Okay. Whereas Spotify like... I like the fact that I can look up like playlists based on one song. I wonder. But I feel like there's just, if I want to look up one song, I feel like I'm going to get all these different remixes and yes. parodies and random people's yeah. stuff. Okay. I feel like that's a fair point. And I would say I would agree with that because when I use Spotify, I use Spotify so differently than even probably even than my partner does oh, and sure. much different than most of my friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, like, us just talking about this, I think it might be, like, a psychological thing of, like, what we want to see and what we like when you think about it, which is obviously mm -hmm. the point of marketing. But I was going to say one other thing. Oh, my best friend likes Apple Music. Yeah. I just, as we're talking about that. It's awesome. Because when she, we do recaps <laughs> and I send her, but she has, like, both, she uses both. Don't ask me why and don't ask me how. But she gets, like, the recap. So when I send her my Spotify recap, like, she'll send me that. And then mm -hmm. as you're showing me that, I'm like, where did I last see this? And I got sure. annoyed with it. And it was when I was on a road trip with her and we were using her phone. And she's <laughs> like, I was like, where's your Spotify? She's like, no, you got the song's on Apple Music right now. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> and then to worsen it, when we got to the cities, she had 
the maps on her phone. And I was like... <laughs> that was top of the cake. I was like, I'm done with this phone. I would like to utilize my phone. And it's vice versa. So when like yeah. I drive and I travel, like she's she's fine with Spotify because like I said, she uses both. Um, but uh, the maps thing, I had Google Maps out and she's like, what is this? I'm like, don't come at me. I adapted to you. Please adapt to my phone. That's like funny. that. That's a good hot take. I'll give you that one. And Thank you. it's a very, it'd be interesting to do like a little... Um, a poll. Yeah, just. I'm I might curious. I might steal that one for class. Okay, that, I think that would I give you permission. I th- thank you. I think that would get the eight a.m. really going, <laughs> and that's the purpose of my hot takes is to to wake you up, even if you guys start fighting a little bit. <laughs> okay, well, that was a good hot take. Break. Yes. Um, talking back to goals, we're bringing it back to goals. Um, we talked a lot about the rest of these um, points that I have, but we can just briefly summarize them again if you want, and we'll go through. Okay. Um, prioritize goals strategically. This is like the S of SMART goals, being specific, mm-hmm. um, making sure that you have uh, equal importance, or no, recognizing that they're not all of equal importance. There you go, yeah. So this is the um, important versus urgent. Right. The code red versus my baby pink Mm -hmm. color and i say that term a lot because when students email me not that it's goal specific but just for a correlation we always think we're in code red mode Mm -hmm. for some reason and so to like step back and realize even asking yourself like they say it's proven if you just re-ask yourself the question you re-evaluate interesting i never heard that yeah if you really think is this really like the high, like, okay, can I handle it? Or, mm-hmm. you know, because we get in this vision of, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like when we get kind of frazzled, sure. like, um, so goal wise, and that goes back to measurable too, because if you're take you know, are they attainable, mm-hmm. achievable, whatever the heck the A is, but if you're biting achievable, off, yeah. thank you, I got there. <laughs> um, if you're biting off more than you can chew, that might be why you're going into code red mode. So just take a step back for a second and like, look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, from a bigger picture, I guess, and through a different lens, but. Yeah, last thing I would add to that is um, if you focus on a few number of high priority Mm -hmm. goals, that allows you to more concentrate efforts and you have a higher likelihood of success, so you're less likely to give up. Right, yeah, and there's like a lot of different tricks and tips around that because, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a big list person, obviously. I don't go for the easiest thing on the list. I, I read the list and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do that. I don't intentionally go, but I do know that that helps certain people if they can conquer just one tiny thing. You know, I'm going to pick on house chores. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do the dishes. You don't want to fold your clothes. But if you also have, say, a shelf to hang and a door to fix, sure. let's try not to conquer the door for the first thing. I mean, some people work that way and that's fine, but more likely to get that motivation and inspiration go do your dishes, go do your laundry, hang mm-hmm. the shelf, and then go tackle the door, right? Sure. So I think it's also like what you're viewing or what kind yeah. of time you have to make them achievable. Yeah. Um, next is just break down larger goals. So large goals can be overwhelming. So yeah. if you break it down into little baby Steps. ones, into littler, littler ones. Littler. <laughs> That's such a good uh, word. You get more manageable tasks. Yes. And I think... I'm going to just say lists like 50 times this episode. Mm-hmm. I think, it's a valid point. I think that's where lists yeah. are so key to because then, again, you get to step back and look at the overall perspective like, hey, I have all of this to do or what do I need to do? What are the steps I need to take? Um, back to our jet example even, you can't just go walk into your aviation place not – ready as Mm -hmm. in like you know you don't have the finances you know you don't have the funds you know you don't have the space they're gonna probably be like okay you're a little crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you need to leave you gotta get your ducks in a row yeah there you go i was gonna say have you ever seen that meme where like the ducks are in a cop car Mm -mm. okay this just must be (laughs) my my generation algo but the ducks are in a cop car and like the meme says it says my ducks aren't in a row they're not even like wondering about they're in the back of a cop car and I don't know where they're going or something like that and so my ducks are absolutely not in a row yes at this point I don't even know where my ducks ducks are are. yes and then it's a picture of ducks of said ducks in a cop car um 
yeah, so if you don't know where you're going or what you're supposed to be doing and your ducks are just a muck, then we don't know what we're doing. Interesting. I've never seen that before. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, how different our algos are. <laughs> um, uh, but anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, next, create a detailed development plan. Mm -hmm. So basic is just a well-structured plan serves as your roadmap to success. If yes. you have an idea, an outline, you're more likely to achieve it, mm -hmm. especially if it's written down on a list. Yes. <laughs> Anything else you want to add to that one? Nope. I just wish we had like an emphasize button. So when you say something I like. Oh, you need like the exclamation marks on a text. Yes. Like the, that's yeah. How, <laughs> that's, that's how I feel. I like mentally did it. I even like pointed with yep. my finger, but um, that's how I felt. That's mm -hmm. all, all facts and fair. Um, okay. Regularly evaluate and adjust. This one, I think, goes back to, um, I mean, all of this just goes back to smart, right? But mm -hmm. this goes back to adjusting when I was kind of stuck on the A of, like, the reality check, gut time, like, gut check moments. Mm -hmm. um, you have to be okay with adjusting, too. Like, yeah. I've met people that they're like, no, this is the way I had it set out. Where it's, not a it's not going according to plan. You hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, if you interview, I feel like 100 people, 95 or more people would say, this isn't how I planned it. Or, you know, I had to rework it or mm -hmm. something. I mean, I don't know if there's even statistics, but those are my numbers I'm using. I feel like that's such a common phrase, but that's just all part of the plan, right? I fall subject to this all the time. Yeah. Um, especially with like trying to set up date nights. <laughs> yeah. I think I've never once had a date night go exactly how I planned it in my mind. Okay, well, the goal and for I've the semester is on your vision board, personally. <laughs> Not to say that any of them have been bad. They've no. all been good. Yeah. It's just like little things happen. Yeah. And then it's just like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. Ug. Not again. <laughs> or like, ugh. That's all I can yeah. say is ugh. But you still like have, you still achieved what you needed to right. do, right? You still had date night. Mm -hmm. So then it's again, And it was still effective. It was still yeah. quality time. Like, yeah. it was still quality time. The goal time. was still met. Why right. you guys are being intentional about that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that, I think that goes back to my beautiful, it's not a bad day. It's a good day in a different <laughs> way. Like, you just have to look at it yeah. differently sometimes yeah. and be okay with it. Mm -hmm. Okay, next is cultivate a continuous... Oh, I remember oh. what I was going to say. <laughs> I really cut you from off. What? For the first time. my Like from the beginning of the episode? Yeah, my other quote. <laughs> How did it come back? That is the most random time I, for I to knew come it up. was going to come because I, I just have to keep saying my good day quote, I think, and then yeah. all the other things inspire me. It's one that I'm like, I don't want to be like famous for, but... My students have to get sick of me saying, I always say, if you're not changing, you're not evolving. I've never heard you say that. Yes, you have. You might have not no. been listening. I literally you're say this. You're not changing, you're evolving. If you're not changing, yeah. you're not evolving because evolution requires change. And then if you're not changing or evolving, you're just being complacent. That's really off topic, but I, I warned you. <laughs> I was going to blurt when it came back in. I like it. I just don't think I've ever heard it listening ears jer <laughs> active listening i guess <laughs> we're working on it <laughs> okay anyway cultivate a continuous learning mindset that goes into what you just said <laughs> <laughs> look i should have waited <laughs> it was perfect timing. i'm sorry i didn't i mean i really don't like interrupting people i'm not big you know i'm not big into repetitiveness i don't like repeating mm -hmm. myself and then interruption is my other thing i try to be so intentional so i do actually feel a lot of inner guilt i just need to let that be known because <laughs> I, I, I didn't even control <laughs> it was like it popped in and I was like bam I have to say this right <laughs> now because I'm still sitting here trying to think of how I said that other thing that somehow you caught along to which I totally butchered <laughs> like I said as soon as I said I was like man that's such perfection yeah like I said it so well but okay what was yours though even though I tied it in what were you Cultivate addressing a continuous learning mindset yes so committing to a lifelong of learning bam I hit it on the head yes yeah if you're not changing, you're evolving. Or if you're not, if yeah, you're not, if you're not changing, you're not, you're not evolving. Right. Um, so you always which, be learning. Yes. Vision board. And that doesn't mean, by the way, that does not mean reinventing the wheel. So sometimes I think with goals, we get caught up with what is the newest thing? What's mm -hmm. the next thing? What's something different? You know, and sometimes we just need to look at goals and like where we're at in life. Um, and where we want to be mm -hmm. instead of, or where we're at, you know, for example, instead of changing jobs, 
What do you want to do different at your place of employment? Like, yeah. what's your next learning step? You know, where do you, what do you want to learn to better yourself to then evolve yourself? So you're, you know, you are changing and mm. you need to think of goals that way instead of yeah. starting from ground zero, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know. I don't want to say a lot of people get stuck in that, but, or well, you get, um, imposter syndrome, which yeah. I know is a later episode we'll have, but I think sometimes goals sets us into imposter syndrome of, oh, they did it. They can do it. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with wanting those goals, but don't try to be somebody that you're actually not. Or like, right. that's so cliche to say right. after I just said that, but don't try to be somebody that just because that's what your goals are to just do the own version of yourself, like be mm-hmm. your version. So right. nice. I agree with it all. Um, incorporate uh, exclamation marks or whatever. Emphasis, oh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Emphasize. Um, next one, incorporate, net- incorporate networking goals. Yeah. Do you have anything to say? I've never met somebody that says I know so I I know too many people so networking with me and also to achieve goals back to our elaborate private jet example <laughs> um like I said I have no one in my phone to even contact I mean the closest thing I could go down is we have those private aviation you know places next to our airport I could walk in and do like a cold call yeah, yeah. but my network if I know they host events so like i have that knowledge and so if i were to go to the event you know introduce myself be around those people now you're becoming a person in a different version as in you're in this environment of like that mentality this is the social this Mm -hmm. is the norm right Mm -hmm. like you get used to certain things um and so that's networking networking is so underrated sometimes yeah i don't do it enough no and i always think about college students like I tell them, you might be sitting next to, like, the person that's going to take your family photos one day because they're going to have a small – how relevant with Chloe. Yeah, I only use that example <laughs> because there was a girl in my class that her sister is actually, like, my family's um, photographer. And oh, so wow. that's why I use that example is because, you know, I also now know I have colleagues and friends that are, you know, in the tax industry. So if I ever needed my taxes mm-hmm. done or got in tax trouble – I would know somebody, not that we're best buddies, but that's the glorious of networking. It just takes that step in to be an acquaintance, to Mm -hmm. be like. And how great would it be to be the other person? Yeah. Like if if I went up to somebody who's like, hey, I was in your biz 215 class freshman year. Um, You sat over there. Yeah. And I remember you saying this. What you did, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because like if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know or like when we share. <laughs> exactly. And so like, I, I mean, I've had several people that have small businesses. Um, I think in your class, mm-hmm. um, it was the girl that yeah. baked, right? To yep. get her way through college as she baked. And so um, just, you don't, you might not need a dozen cookies now or a cake, but if you have a birthday party or you have a family in the future and you know mm-hmm. you're in the same area as that person, like Boom. my photographer, it's like we're old friends, but we were never friends mm-hmm. in a different life. If that makes sense. I yeah. don't know. It's just, it's nice. Networking is so good. Yeah. And it's, it's honestly, I was going to say king of the world, but on my side of things, queen of the world. Um, <laughs> just because it just takes somebody to know somebody, right? Like mm-hmm. I might, I always say that too. Like I might not know somebody, but I know somebody that knows somebody that has a friend that knows somebody, mm-hmm. or I have a friend that also knows somebody. It's yeah. the trickle down effect. So, and with goals, that's key because right. depending how big your goals are, or how little your goals are, you got to know people. Yeah. All I have to add uh, is what I have written down on here. Uh, building a robust professional network can open doors to opportunities, yes. mentorship, and valuable insights which ties into what's next, which is seeking constructive feedback. If your goal is relevant to um, a specific industry and you have networked with somebody who's successful in that specific industry, Mm -hmm. they can give you constructive criticism and feedback that can help you achieve your goal or even have the outcome be even better. Beautiful. Exactly. Anything else? No, like that's... (laughs) That's how I tie it. And that's just, that was just so good. Yeah, and, like and be, I guess I'll okay. You touch on mentors, and then I'm gonna loop back. I was just saying, and like having um, mentors in um, industry, like if you have, I mean, you can have more than one mentor. Like you can go like mm-hmm. as you uh, professionally develop throughout your life. Like right now, I have a mentor um, who actually is in France, right? Um, and that has like a time limit on that mentorship because it's a part of a program, <laughs> right? Um, but he'll always be a connection that I have. And I know that he works in a specific industry. So if I can like grow a network of mentors who have helped 
developed me to who I am today. Um, and then I'm a certain, trying to achieve a certain goal that they have great experience in. I can reach out to that old mentor right. who technically you can't really be an old mentor because we should always, always, we should all always be seeking uh, growth opportunities to learn from other people. 100%. Facts. Beautiful. Um, what I was going to say is, what's my word, critical or crucial? Criti- critical. Well, you have the screen in front of you, bud. Constructive? <laughs> what are you trying to... Yeah, con- is that the word? Con- I wasn't See even- constructive feedback. There we go. Okay. See, I wasn't even... <laughs> <laughs> I like, thought you were going Tell me what's on your, the screen. Critical versus crucial. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. Um, what is it again? Constructive Constructive. Feedback. What is my... Today, I'm just not doing with words, okay? <laughs> Um, I promise I'm educated and I can teach students. <laughs> what is it again? Constructive. <laughs> constructive constructive feedback. feedback. Thank you. Okay, so what I was just going to add is um, I like your point of view of like wanting to be that person and then also seeking that person. Um, the internal side is you need to be okay receiving it Mm -hmm. um so i always tell students like how many of you guys are okay with um crucial conversations is what those are called Mm -hmm. um but when people are critics of you or they have something that you might not want to hear um i actually asked for like a show of hands like how many of you are comfortable receiving news you don't want to hear and most of my class like raises their hands and then i'll ask if they're okay delivering news somebody else doesn't want to hear like both sides of Mm -hmm. it i think we can do a lot of reflection on how we handle news better um not to get upset because sometimes we're just we're super soft and Mm -hmm. it's okay to be soft or especially if something's close or like it's a goal you've been working on forever and you're like man i just can't win people keep poking at me um it's it it's from a kind heart is what i and if it's not if you truly feel like that person is not coming from a kind aspect, then maybe that's not the person you want in your inner mm-hmm. circle, right? Right. So there, because it's that's why you have relationships. You know they mean well. Like if I came to you, you know, and I said something you might not want to hear, or like you know had constructive feedback, how you handle it instead of, you know, you don't have to listen to every what I say, but you need to take it in, internalize it, right. and you you need to make the decision yourself. So people also delivering it. I guess I would share. Be nice about it. Don't tiptoe, but don't you don't need to be like the rudest person, like mm-hmm. right? You can deliver yeah. news directly with a direct tone and not be rude. So I, I like what you said about maybe they're not they shouldn't be in your inner circle. Yeah. Um I had a conversation with John Holt the other night. Um we just name dropping. Yeah, it's okay. I think he won't mind. <laughs> um Yeah. John. Uh, Proceed. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about um, you're the average of the top five people you hang out with. Yeah. Ah, so yeah. if yeah. if you need to get rid of somebody, chances are you're going to develop just mm-hmm. by like not being associated with them as much anymore yeah. in your life. And so pick your top five, your inner circle. And you choose your environment. You, right. That's who's key right there. You that constructive feedback, that yeah. constructive criticism, who's going to yeah. really give you the information you need with the heart or like with the intention of helping you grow. Rather right. than the just support system. You down. Yes, exactly. I love that. Because then you become that person too. Yes, I love all of that. And I think um, students, I shouldn't pick on students, but students do, I just hear more often than not, they're like, this is who I'm hanging out with. It's kind of bad. I'm like, you are choosing your environment. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, that's why I didn't want to pick on students. I've had colleagues like that. They've had yeah. kind of toxic friendships or mentorships. I'm like, it's 50 50 and you can take your 50 out right. like go put it somewhere else so I, I like that i like that you're talking about that stuff too and then <laughs> me and you have had like conversations yeah. about that too like it goes back to mentality too like what we believe what our values are right like i don't hang out with certain people or i don't associate with certain people not that i would never talk to them mm-hmm. there's that right. that's such a difference people don't understand it's not that i'm going to ignore you as a human being but if you ask me to hang out and our values don't really align or you're interested in doing stuff I'm not really interested or there's not like a growing opportunity for me. Like I don't feel like I'm adding to my bucket. You're taking away. Um, Then that's not my position I want to be in. Well, our last one is celebrate milestones and progress. One of my favorites. I am a big win person. Yeah, stay positive. Yes, I'm overly optimistic. Um, What I'll share on this is I've been a part of several organizations um, and they've celebrated wins so differently from like, you know, management to like hire exec and then company as a whole. And 
the days just get long if you don't celebrate the small stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they always say don't sweat the small stuff, which I find interesting because then if you flip that over and say celebrate the small stuff, it's like, well, what are we supposed to do? Not sweat it and always celebrate or what? But um, I just think what am I don't I could never be in the mindset of not celebrating the wins. I just always try to take a win every time I leave campus um, before I have to go do my other responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I like think about my day and I, I'm, cr- I'm critical to myself. I'm like, okay, hey, this was my win. This was my win. I didn't do this so great. Mm-hmm. And I'm really hard on myself, but that's just a personality thing. But I internalize a lot of little wins. And so if you're in charge of teams or you have people that report to you or even your friends, um, that's, that's actually really interesting. Um, depending how certain people grew up, if they're, they're not um, comfortable or used to hearing, Hey, I'm proud of you. Or, Hey, I love you, which I know is like Mm -hmm. a little deep, but I tell my friends all the time, I'm proud of them. And sometimes it takes them off guard. I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm literally, I'm not just saying these words. Like I'm trying to say like high five. Um, so, and I don't just deliver them, you know, like that's the other thing. Let's not over say it. You need to say it when it's important. So keep it authentic. uh, Yeah. Yes, exactly. But with my students too, like I love when they share their wins with me, when they get job Mm -hmm. interviews, when like, you know, they got an A in a class or even the B, whatever, like if we were struggling, like I am so proud of you. And so like, let's celebrate those wins because if we just always focus on our negatives, because again, we are our biggest, what is that saying? Like we're our biggest critiques or whatever, you know, we're so hard on ourselves that sometimes we forget to say our wins. So do it to yourself first is what I would say. Try to do it to yourself. Do it to the people around you, like the closest. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, try to be that voice of like happiness as well. But that's yeah. just, that's my side of it. It's like, I always want to be the happiness voice. And, mm-hmm. but I also am the most direct person, as some <laughs> people say. So I, I have a happy medium here. You're an optimistically direct person. Uh, <laughs> put that on a t shirt. I love it. Well, I'm going to sum it up with just what I closed the, uh, what I wrote down to close this out. Perfect. Um, So I said, setting clear goals for professional development is a skill that transforms dreams into actionable plans. By incorporating these strategic strategic steps into your approach, you equip yourself with the tools necessary to navigate the complexities of your professional journey successfully. Remember, setting goals is not just a task. It's a commitment to your own growth and a powerful drive of long-term success in your career. Start today and watch your professional aspirations come to life mic drop <laughs> i feel that, like that is so official so, um so if you didn't, didn't listen or tuned us out for the rest of the pod <laughs> just listen to jerry's little spiel right there the and at the end. that was so it was so good it just i felt like we just got really official it's like okay. you know like it's just to sum it up yeah but um but yeah goal setting um it's key it's it, needed it really is. um and if you aren't goal setting i would like to kind of know what you're doing because like how are you achieving yeah. Or are you? Yeah, are you? Or um, <laughs> what's the direction in life? Mm-hmm. You know, and what's I'm always, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> what is the goal? I'm always open to those conversations because I know not everybody's a list person. I know people aren't vision board people, yep. right? Like we yep. know there's people like this. Um, so sometimes we can learn a lot from others too of, you know, I guess some people do, you know, um, therapeutic things like meditation or Mm self-reflection and if they just internalize everything so you know as we were saying it's just a wish or a dream until you write write it down but then also do something about it um people have different levels of how they achieve their goals so i guess i just wanted to put that out there because i do Mm -hmm. understand that we don't all function the same and how we achieve our goals just it looks a lot different also the hand that we're dealt in life we didn't really touch on that but what you are provided and what you are accustomed to or how you grew up or what your environment looks like. I mean, we Mm -hmm. touched on that. Um, Also determines what your future looks like. But again, you are in charge of your own life, so you get to make all these decisions. So So maybe keep an ace up your sleeve. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Now mic drop. All right.